0: Everyday Finance and Economics with the Siglers, the podcast where we discuss what you need to know about personal finance and economics and give you practical advice on how to get started and be smart with your money.
1: We are your hosts, Glenn and Christina Sigler. So, Christina, what's going on in the economy this week?
0: What matters this week, Dad, is Microsoft. As of last week, Microsoft became the second U.S. publicly traded company to close above a $2 trillion market capitalization. Their road to becoming one of the most valuable stocks on the market can be attributed to their new focus on cloud-based systems and acquiring other companies like LinkedIn. Also, the demand for Microsoft Teams really pushed them through this pandemic. Uh, the reveal of the new Windows 11 update uh, helped, too, and it was what pushed them over the edge, as their new app store is going to let developers keep all the revenue from third-party sources, as opposed to Apple and Google Play Store's 30% fees. And our economic term of the episode is market capitalization, or market cap, as it is more commonly known, uh, which is the market value of a publicly traded company's outstanding shares. So basically, the price of one share times the number of shares that there are total. All right, Dad, I think it's time to get into this week's topic. What are we talking about today?
1: Today, we're talking about money attitudes.
0: Money attitudes. What is a money attitude? Tell us a little bit more, Dad.
1: Well, everyone has money attitude towards money. For some, mm-hmm. money is a central issue. For other, money is just a tool. Yet some use money to control things and people. How do you develop money attitude? Your past experiences and environments are the biggest factors to, to uh, in, in the formation of your money attitude. The good mm-hmm. news is that your money attitude is a learned behavior, and what is learned can also be unlearned. So if you right. have a good money attitude, you know, keep, keep on with it. If your money attitude is uh, leading you to some, some uh, bad behaviors or some bad judgments, then those mm-hmm. things can be adjusted through learning.
0: Yeah. Why is understanding my money attitude important?
1: Given the fact that money affects many areas of our lives, it's important for us to understand and have good, have a good understanding of our own individual money attitudes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: have you ever taken the time to figure out your emotions about money? If not, this is the perfect time to analyze your money attitude, to get mm-hmm. a better understanding of your perceptions of money. How do you feel about it? You know, people often have complicated relationships with money. Yeah. Our attitudes toward it um, uh, have a major impact on our financial outlook. An unhealthy perspective combined with poor spending – and saving habits may make it difficult for you to move your life in the right direction financially.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Fortunately, you can start making changes simply by being more <laughs> conscious of the way that you view money.
0: This kind of sounds like more money, more
1: problems, Dad. Uh, that's probably an apt description <laughs> description mm-hmm. of it. But, but think about it. Yeah, you know, more money, more problems. But people who don't have money right. have problems with money as well yeah, so you know it, 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 and there's a lot of
0: psychological things. absolutely
1: yeah. absolutely
0: do you have any examples of like bad or like avoidance behavior well
1: and you what pick, is that <laughs> you you picked up on one of the key ones which is avoidance mm-hmm. um it, uh, avoidance is, is not just a behavior about money um it's 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 a behavior that that people fall into when there's something that they think is bad that they don't wanna they don't wanna deal with. You yeah. know your tooth hurts, you should go to, dentist, go to the dentist, but you don't wanna go. Yeah, something you, mm-hmm. some, some, you know, your your back hurts, but you don't want to go to the doctor. You or you wanna ignore it and hope it all goes away. Yeah. Um That's not how
0: that people works. People often
1: though. avoid thinking about their money problems entirely rather than trying to work through them, just like mm-hmm. those other issues.
0: So, how do people overcome this avoidance trap?
1: Well, there's there's a few ways to address it, but it may not be uh be it may not be easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, you really got to be honest with yourself. Uh, reviewing your, you know, you know, a lot of people um, try to avoid opening their bills or financial statements. Yeah. Well, you've got to go and take an a, a, an earnest assessment. Of where you are, where your spending is, where your accounts may be. Uh-huh. Um, it's a necessary step toward a better financial fu- future, understanding where you are. Uh-huh. The earlier you move past your fears and start being realistic about your financial situation, the easier it will uh, be to turn things around. Letting bad habits go unchecked only makes it tougher to change them later on. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh i 'm going to be honest, you may need to talk to some folks about this yeah to help to help you get over it so uh uh you know another couple of things that you can can work on is look start with small I mean, if you 're having problems with uh, with a certain issue, start with small manageable goals don 't try mm-hmm. to change your financial life you know all, you all know, at once all yeah. at once mm-hmm. start with something small you 'll have a better idea of problem areas and what you can do uh you know, look. Understand your, your spending habits, evaluate them. You'll get a better uh, idea of what you can change. Don't mm. overwhelm yourself by trying to change everything. Yeah. Gradual that's, changes. That's
0: a fast way to fail is
1: trying yeah. to take on too much yeah. at once. Right. And 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 not setting unrealistic goals. And and the other thing, as I said, you know, you might need some outside help. Well, mm. there are things like accountability partners, somebody to help you. Make sure that you you do the things that you need to do. Yeah. This this works in weight loss. This works in a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it can help people with their finances as well. And, and so that person's got to be somebody that you trust. Right. Somebody you can have earnest, open, honest conversations with. Right. And someone that can, you know that you know when that they call you say out. something that can call you out <laughs> and you will <laughs> when, listen when when yes absolutely so that's mm-hmm. the type of person you need
0: what is another attitude that people
1: struggle with well one of the one of the easier ones is overspending mm-hmm. that that's an easy habit to yeah. fall
0: into
1: <laughs> yeah. you know overspending often goes with avoidance i, I didn't see my credit card bill <laughs> so it can't mm-hmm. be that so bad I can, yeah, so that i bad. can continue to spend
0: Mm-hmm. Um, That's but not it's true.
1: A, yeah, it's a distinct attitude that affects each person differently. And mm-hmm. while spending too much money on status symbol items such as fashion or cars, uh, others overspend on things like eating out. Yeah, going out for drinks. Mm-hmm. Small, you know, those small expense items.
0: They add up. They fast. add up. Yeah, five dollars a coffee adds up fast.
1: Uh, yes. So when you spend too much money, uh, uh too much of your paycheck, it's easy to fall into debt or have mm-hmm. money, have trouble saving money because you can't, you can't spend or save the same dollar twice. So if you mm-hmm. spend it, you don't have it to save. saving right. more right. money each month allows you to get out of debt and build an emergency fund to cover some of those unforeseen expenses that happen to people in life.
0: Yeah, you can't have your cake and eat it too. How do we overcome this challenge of focusing on immediate needs? Because it's really hard. Like you have the 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 website up with the whatever you're buying up right now, and you all you have your number me- memorized, so you could just put it in right now and get it. So how do we curb that and overcome the challenge of instant gratification?
1: Well, for for the one of the more um relevant steps is to make savings a priority. Mm-hmm. Take that long-term um savings or investing goal. Take that money off the table first. Right. So put it at, that's put it, that's, it away before co- you get a chance yeah, to use right. it. Yeah. That's the invest invest in yourself first. So mm-hmm. take that money, take it off the table. Yes, you have less money to 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 spend each month, but that's really what the objective is. Yeah. You, you've taken money. You've taken it off the table. It's going towards your long-term goal. Now you've mm-hmm. got to manage the rest of the, the, the everyday functioning of your life with the money that's left over.
0: Right. So
1: we've yeah. talked about that in, in our budgeting, uh, episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about the 50-30-20 rule. It's a popular trend. You don't have to save 20%. You know, if, if you're starting out, start out with 3%, 5%, whatever it is, just start. Start with some percentage and then, you know, grow that over time. Something, you know, even if it's three or 5%, starting with that is always better than nothing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And giving, getting started gives you something to build on in the future. We've talked about starting investing again, start, you know, through work, um, you know, through, uh, 401k plans. But if, if you don't have that, you can still start investing. Yeah. Um, you can, you know, you can y- use apps, you can, um, you can put money in the bank, even though that's the old fashioned way, right. but go ahead and get started, you know, with whatever it is, is—is it $10 a week, $25 a week, $50 a month, whatever the amount is, just like I said before, uh-huh. um, you just need to get into that habit and making it a regular part of your, uh, of your, um, financial behavior. and then. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of your company's match. If you work for a company that offers a 401k uh, or, you know, or any of, of those types of, uh, of retirement plans, what you want to do, if you can, if they mm-hmm. match the first 3% that you contribute, well, your first goal is Z. where, do you, where do I put my first uh, 3% of my money? You put it so that you get that match mm-hmm. because that in, in essence, That's free money. Yeah. So if you put in 3%, you get an automatic 3%. Yeah. Why not take? That's a hundred percent gain on your money.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: and and if you want to, if you can put in more, do that because there's other advantages to you. Mm -hmm. But if, if you can't, just know that there's, um, that there's extra money out there when you can, uh, match or, 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 or max out on that company match.
0: Hmm. What if I just want more? What if there are things that I know I want now that I just can't afford today? Why shouldn't I have them now?
1: Yeah, look, well, wanting more is not inherently bad in itself. Uh, those thoughts often drive us to strive for more, mm-hmm. to 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 do more. Now, how do we do it? Do we do we acquire that more responsibly? Within uh-huh. our budget means do we set out a plan to go out and achieve those? You know that that's what we're talking about here. Uh, not not just going out and acquiring it just because you have a credit card. Well, you right. may have blown up your budget for the next two months. Mm-hmm. Well, is there another way? Can you save for it first
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, then and then acquire? It?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't okay. mess up your mess up your budget.
1: And 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 doing that, doing it in that manner. Allows you to not worry about the other aspects of your financial life.
0: How should folks address this money attitude?
1: First, I'm always a proponent of people looking to improve themselves and advance their careers to help them reach their full potential professionally and financially.
0: Of course. As I said
1: before, there's a balance to be struck here. -hmm. If you find yourself consistently needing more money, there's probably no amount of money that would fix your problem. Right. You know, if you always have to have more, no matter how much money you have, Mm -hmm. that that's a different issue. Yeah. Um, Rather than blaming your current financial situation, you got to be realistic about your income and the kind of lifestyle you can afford. For some people, the need for money stems from uh, deeper insecurities that go beyond personal finances. You know, we always um, um, take the position that your money should work for you, not the other way around. Right. Um, In in those cases, you know, some people might want to talk to an experienced therapist about your financial and personal situations. Mm -hmm. If you have trouble, managing them on your own. Secondly, don't just spend more money because you can't. You know, Mm, if you don't budget well on your currently salary, on your current salary, a raise may not. Make things any better? You just mm-hmm. keep having lifestyle creep, and you know, look that that's natural. I, I make more money; I should be able to have, you know, better things, nicer things. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, f- you know, uh, go on nicer trips and so on and so forth. That's part of the goal. But again, did you did you do it responsible? Mm-hmm. Um. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, do some people just have anxiety about their fi- financial conditions?
1: Yes. Uh, money and current financial con- uh, conditions can be a constant source of problems and anxiety. Some people just have tendencies to worry about money more than others. But you know, look, there are people that are j- just have more anxiety. Um, mm-hmm. Anxiety about money affects people in, in, in many ways and impacts both your financial and your mental health. Many people with anxieties feel guilty about spending too much money or not saving enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They may hide their financial struggles from their friends or family. that creates friction in itself. You know if you're going out shopping and buying a whole bunch of stuff and then hiding the purchase or hiding the records or hiding the bills, yeah that is an you know a a a significant challenge to the trust within the family relationship hmm over time, these attitudes can lead to dysfunctional relationships, you know, not just with money, but with the people that we share our lives with. Right. Um, yeah. Money is a common trigger for people with anxiety disorders, and uh, and each one can make the other more difficult to manage. Overspending or even oversaving, mm. you know, where, where people just won't spend any money yeah uh, uh, and other bad financial habits often stem from money related anxieties.
0: Mm-hmm. So what are solutions to these situations? It seems a little bit more than just money related.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah those you know a lot of those issues that I just mentioned are are more than money related. yeah and mon- access to money won't solve mm-hmm. those problems um this may be uh, about creating some additional discipline
0: mm-hmm.
1: or, or dealing with the, the some of the root issues right. um that that you're facing um mm-hmm. but yeah but you've got in first you've got to identify that there's a problem yes um and and so again there, you might need to talk to some some people, you know, ab- about your financial situation, about your personal mm-hmm. situation.
0: Can people go too far with budgeting and financial controls?
1: Um, the short answer to that is yes. Some folks have mastered the basics of budgeting and are easily able to establish a lifestyle that's comfortable. Yeah, you know, they're on their mm-hmm. way to achieving their goals be it financial independence, early retirement, charitable endeavors, just to name a few. Um, yet there's some people who have to hold on to every dollar because of what not having the money means to them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes even at their own expense, living so far below their means that you might think that they're impoverished. You know while living below your means is a key part to financial discipline uh yeah don't don't spend every dollar that you have, mhm, but taken to the extreme, just like a lot of other things can lead to uh it can reflect unhealthy attitudes right and the right. question you've got to ask yourself is why are you accumulating all that wealth for the benefit of whom
0: mm-hmm. the
1: pursuit and accumulation of wealth you know should not be an end to itself
0: in itself, yeah, yeah
1: now. What you- some of the richest you know there's some folks in certain industries who disagree with that
0: yeah uh, <laughs> but, but, for but you know our for purposes.
1: In, for our purposes you know i I, I, view, I take the view that money's a tool and um you are you're, you're doing it to enrich the lives of you and your family mm-hmm. that doesn't mean i have to have every last dollar there is in the universe right not a in hoarder. order to make that out of mm-hmm. right all right. That's our show for today. Thank you so much for listening. And be sure to uh, to join us again next time when we discuss retirement planning.
0: Yes. And if you have any questions for us, you can email us at efespodcast at gmail.com and follow our Instagram at efespodcast. And you can now find us on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening, everyone.